Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the In Conversation podcast. I am your host, Andrew Cervantes. Yes, we are finally back with another episode after taking over a year off. And before you get mad or upset or, you know, I'm sure you probably have all these questions. Let me explain where I have been at and why I disappeared. And I'm going to be completely honest with you guys in this situation. Um, I stopped podcasting because um, my life kind of just took a different turn and uh, priorities kind of changed and I, I was in the process of a new career choice and it was just a lot on my plate and basically podcasting got put to the side and uh, I didn't really prioritize it like how I was. Um, I was getting kind of tired and you know, the, the routine felt kind of repetitive, but I found myself coming back and, you know, I had that itch of podcasting the whole time I was gone. And, um, I would, I, I just finally decided and I was like, you know, fuck it that I'm, I'm going to, you know, do this and, um, I'm going to be consistent with it and, you know, I'm going to give it my all. Um, so yeah, that's basically the rundown of uh, where I've been at. Um, basically, I just had became lazy, you know, and that's not an excuse. And um, yeah, and if you're a fellow content creator and you're listening to this, you, um, I'm sure you know what it's like sort of um, having to come up with ideas over and over and over again. Uh, it's a lot of work, you know, and especially for a podcast like this and the quality content I like to put out um it's a lot of research you know I basically became like a journalist um all kinds of you know fact checking and this and that and you know always learning I guess which isn't a bad thing but you know when you're putting out episodes all the time it could add up a lot if you if you're not balancing your time correctly and honestly I think that's what I was doing I I felt really overwhelmed at times because this was going on in my life and that was going on in my life and honestly I didn't balance shit you know I would just play it all by ear and be like fuck this I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that but you know uh, with the new way I'm gonna be doing this podcast I'm writing down my weekly schedule shit maybe even monthly and I'm going to be holding myself accountable to all those days I write what I'm going to be doing um so if I say I'm gonna put out an episode uh on Tuesday or whatever um you know I'm gonna do that so yeah that's basically you know my plan for the podcast going forward and also I have a lot of fun and exciting things coming up on this podcast new plans new interviews new everything anything you can think of new content we're gonna have um exclusive content I plan on making a, a patreon um if you don't know what that is it's basically like a content creator um subscription you pay 
and you get exclusive stuff. I'm even considering adding video to the podcast and um, yeah, just audio. Certain episodes are going to be exclusive on there. It's not, I don't want to promote it like it's done right now, but the idea is out there and eventually if you guys really fucked with me and you want to support, you know, that'll eventually be there you know for your choosing but i know before you even get to that part that i obviously have to go out and provide something you know for all my supporters and you know that's what i'm going to do and i'll gladly do but yeah i'm excited you know we're gonna have all kinds of new stuff for this i'm excited for the the good conversations you know with the with the good community members um you know just a lot of stuff exciting um excited to talk about you know whatever's back in trending and speaking of trending we have some some stuff that's been going on in this crazy ass world and if you look back from a whole year till today um a lot of shit has gone on um a lot a lot you know i'm not gonna go over everything that had happened in the past year but uh let's just say uh i don't even a lot a lot of stuff has happened um it's been a little over a year i believe my last episode was in may but um yeah let me just um update you guys on you know what's kind of new in my life um so recently this is the most up-to-date thing i had started i had joined a new basketball league um with all my homies uh jacob pico is one of them i've had him on the show before um my boy ray he's my barber um I've always wanted to get him on the show, and we will get him on the show sooner. Um, I don't know, soon or something. But yeah, so I had joined. I had, I joined this basketball league with a group of friends, and um, you know, the game's actually starting on uh, the twenty seventh on the Tuesday. Um, and I'm excited. You know, I've been working. You guys know that um, I'm a huge basketball fan, and if you listen to the episode with Jacob Pico, we talk about you know, just, uh, our love for basketball culture and, you know, love for the game and sneakers and how long we've been fans of it for. So, um, you know, I'm excited to kind of try this. I've never played in an adult basketball league. The last time I had played, you know, organized basketball was in high school, of course, but with this, you know, basketball league, um, it helps kind of sort of balance that, that work life and that you know your personal life and you know the hobbies and the health stuff you know that stuff is very important to me so I feel like me personally I believe that it's very very important to be doing stuff like that and keep your mind you know off of I don't know all the stressful shit going on in the world or all your problems you know you need hobbies to keep you occupied and keep your your head on straight or else I personally think you'll lose your mind you know consuming just social media or Netflix and YouTube all day. It's, it's bad for you, you know, and it takes a toll because a lot of that stuff is negative and, you know, it just has a bad effect. So I think just having little hobbies like that is uh, crucial. Um, I had started training, um, boxing a while. Um, a couple months after I had done the podcast, um, I was training boxing at the, uh, Nick Diaz Academy in Stockton um yeah i did it for a couple months and uh you know one thing i learned from boxing 
is that you, uh, you basically you'll never be the baddest guy out there, right? Because obviously, you know, males specifically, they have huge egos and this and that. But um, boxing has opened up my eyes to kind of uh, the reality of life. And uh, it shows you how, you know, kind of powerless you are. Um, you know, you show up consistently, you you work hard, you know, and it's a different type of workout. The cardio in, in any sort of um, martial arts in general, whether it's boxing or jiu-jitsu, is um, very uh, hard and it's different, you know. Uh, it's definitely not for everyone. Um, but yeah, I picked that up, you know, it's a lot of fun. I learned a lot of stereotypical life lessons, like, you know, um, you get hit, you know, you learn how to take all these blows, swing back, you know, keep your hands up, stuff like that. Um, and I'm, I'm glad I, you know, I, I do that cause I'm still actually training that stuff, just not as consistent as I was a couple months ago, but it is a lot of fun. And I did jujitsu for a little bit. The thing with jujitsu is, uh, I could definitely see how it's not for everyone because you basically in the beginning you show up and you get your ass whooped every single practice right and it takes a certain person to show up to practice just to get beat up and ragdolled around and you know keep showing up because a lot of people when that stuff would happen to them um you know they show up get beat up and they're like fuck this shit and I don't like this I'm done and it's very easy to get caught up in that. And I, even me, you know, I'm caught up in that right now. Jiu-Jitsu is so new to my life and learning about it is I'm still kind of trying to figure out which, um, like what kind of fits with me. You know what I mean? Just trying to find my identity and nothing, you know, nothing's wrong with that. I'm just happy that I'm trying shit overall. I'd rather be doing that than just sitting on my ass. You know what I mean? But yeah, all in all, that was a new little part of my life that's uh, been gone started training martial arts uh, I know if you listen to the podcast before I had said that I, um, I was in school with college actually when I had stopped doing the podcast honestly I had stopped going to college and I had plans to become a real estate agent but even then I feel like that sort of didn't fall through so look at me now I'm back enrolled in school which is never a bad thing right um, chasing a degree slowly but surely as long as you cross the finish line in my eyes i think that's kind of all that matters um yeah man so that's kind of just a brief briefly um life description i guess you can say or a life update but um yeah enough of me i know you guys want to get into um you know the shit that's trending and whatever and there's been some stuff that has happened um like lately the past the past top news i have seen i've seen a lot of uh the Ocean Gate submarine, the submarine like tour that, um, that went all the way down to the Titanic just to, I don't know, look at it pretty much. Um, so at the time of this recording, they, um, I watched a press conference and they basically, they came out and they had pronounced them as dead, right? Um, they said it was an impulsion um, going down or something with the depth of the ocean. Uh, the, I know that that submarine had enough room for five people. And there was a sh five rich people on there. There was a father and a son. And then the other three ones, one of them was the CEO of the company of Ocean Gate. And the other ones were just rich as fuck, I guess. Um, it cost $250,000 just to go down 
you know, and experience that submarine, I don't know, experience. But I had read that overall that trip was only supposed to be six to eight hours round trip. So that's going down, viewing the Titanic, and coming back. Well, they had lost contact with them about an hour and a half into the the um I don't know what the fuck do you call it the the mission I don't know or the experience <laughs> I all I know is that they lost contact for about or an hour and a half into it which if you ask me is a humongous red flag and um I will never hop on no dumb shit like that and go look at the Titanic I personally believe that the Titanic just should just sit there and uh, just let it be like why the fuck do you feel the need to go down to the Titanic and um, look at it? You know, uh, I feel like that's kind of a sort of a, a dark place for some reason. You know, people lost lost a lot of lives there. And um, me personally, I, I wouldn't have no interest in going to that shit. Um, I don't know if this is just like rich people losing touch with reality and shit, which is fuck around money at this point. Um, because... I I definitely would not be doing no sort of curious curious shit like that. I it's just I don't know. I, I that's just me. I don't know what to say to that. You know, I'm sorry that the lives were lost, but um, yeah, it's just it's a it's a sad you know scenario and uh, yeah, I that that trip was um yeah it was like how I said it was supposed to be six to eight hours round trip, and it's been what, four, four or five days, something like that, and no one knew where they were as of yesterday, but they came out today, and they had a, a press conference, and um, yeah, basically said that they used some sort of a robot or something like that, some giant camera that went down to the bottom of the ocean, and they had identified missing parts on that submarine, and it sounds like, um, yeah, that they have passed for a while but i could already see this you know and adding up into like a netflix documentary or some shit like a, a conspiracy because you know it just makes sense it's like uh it's i don't know it's a um sort of like a, a title grabber you know it's like rich people go down to titanic never come back you know some shit like that but it's it's an unfortunate it's sad you know i I don't wish death upon no one. Um, do I think that they were a little crazy in the head? Yes, but one of them was also a billionaire. So they do. In order to become a billionaire, I think you have to be a little different. You know what I mean? And they probably they probably just liked pushing the limits. And um, unfortunately, you know, in this situation, they ended up, you know, paying with their life. So it's just a sad situation. But I'm calling it right now. I could. I already see Hulu or some streaming platform making a docu-series about this and, you know, just all kinds of stuff. If you guys haven't heard about it, I would recommend looking it up or watching a YouTube video because there's a lot of stuff to cover. And uh, it sounds like they were kind of avoiding certain things and kind of like certain safety approval stuff. And uh, yeah, it's all fucked up. And then they said the submarine was controlled by like a PlayStation controller. <laughs> and... Um, you know, I, yet again, you know, it leaves me speechless. Um, me personally, I wouldn't go down in a submarine controlled by a, like a PlayStation controller, but you know, to each their own. Um, 
I had I saw that they had like a couple spares on deck, but even even then, you know, like the pressure of the ocean and going down there, you know, it's just I I can't even imagine what that would be like. It's probably so dark, so cold. I'm sure they have you know a light on the submarine, submarine, but still, you know, it's just I I I I just I could only imagine. And you know, they had ran out of oxygen. You know, um, four a.m. this mo- at four a.m. on Thursday morning, the twenty uh, second, and um, yeah, it sounds like they had they were already dead by the time that oxygen had ran out. So yeah, it's just fucked up. But the the PlayStation controller, fu- I mean, to, like how I said, to each their own. If you guys haven't looked into the story, you guys need to look into it because it is fucking crazy. And I'm calling it right now. They're gonna make a docu series or a documentary or something on it because there's a lot of shit. And there's there's gonna be a fat lawsuit coming up, and people being sued left and right. And who knows? Maybe even someone might go to jail. You know who who knows? It, you know so. Yeah, I don't know, fuck. It's fucked up, but, you know, to them and their families, it's very awful and it's fucked up. But the harsh truth is to the rest of the world, you know, it's entertainment. And people love to eat the rich up, you know, so that's 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 the reality of it. But, yeah, um, anyways, uh, you know, enough about that Ocean Gate submarine, um, you know, and that whole sad situation. Um, we got some NBA stuff to talk about, some stuff that had just popped off about an hour ago. A big thing, and if you listen to the show prior, before my break, um, you know that I am a big Warrior fan. Um, so, Sports Center, ESPN, all the big sources had announced that Jordan Poole um, is being traded for from the Warriors. Um, via exchange for uh Chris Paul um if you don't know Chris Paul was involved in that um the deal with the Wizards to acquire Bradley Bill and um basically with all that um you know Chris Paul was signed to the Wizards um but the plan was that they were going to move him immediately. They were either going to waive him or they were going to trade him immediately. So, um, yeah, that's basically what that had happened. He went from Phoenix to Arizona and was on the Arizona roster for like a couple days. And then now the Warriors just traded for him. And I honestly think that it is, I don't know. My gut instinct is saying that it's a dumb trade. But, I don't know, man, like, okay, so the Wizards had received Jordan Poole, right, and Ryan Rollins, uh, a 20-30 protected first-round pick and a 20-27 second-round pick, and the Warriors received Chris Paul. And in my eyes, you know, we already have a point guard. You know, we have Steph. Um, Chris Paul, you know, all that stuff we gave up just for a washed-up Chris Paul just doesn't sit right with me um i mean i can understand the pool trade you know especially after that whole after that whole draymond incident and jordan pool you know when they got in a fight and draymond sucker punched him and shit it fucked up the whole chemistry right and for the rest of the season it fucked it up and you could just you could see it um you know they they would act like everything's all cool and you know dab each other up on the court but you know when someone goes and punches you in the face like that 
And this is a hard punch. Like, if you go and watch the surveillance footage, he fucking socked him hard. You know, it's just not, um, you just don't get over no shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you could be like, oh, it's fine. You know, I apologize and all that. But, you know, you forgive and you don't forget. You know what I mean? And that, I don't think they'll ever get along ever again after some shit like that. You know, I wouldn't. That's the equivalent of, imagine, you know, you're at work and your coworker fucking sucker punches you out of nowhere. And then you guys eventually say sorry, you know. And you guys say you overcome it, but in reality, there's still kind of that weird, like, tension between you guys. I think the Warriors tried making the best of it and, you know, focused on the task at the end of the day, which was winning. But it was still fucked up. And, um, yeah, like I was saying, I'm not anti-trading Jordan Poole. I just don't like that all we got for him was a washed-up Chris Paul. That makes absolutely no sense to me. Um, I think we could have got a lot better or we could have got a lot, a, a way better player for this. Um, maybe throwing pool and Kaminga in a trade. Um, you know, I just, the Warriors are already, they're, they're a small team to begin with, but you know, after trading pool and you get Chris fucking Paul, bro, you, you become a even smaller team and it's like, what the fuck? Like. But then you could also argue that we won the championship in 2022 with a small team, you know what I mean, against the Celtics. So it's, I don't know, it's give and take, it's touchy waters. Because you do get the the veteran experience of someone like Chris Paul. And, you know, if you think about the team, you know, you have Steph, Clay, Draymond, Wiggins, um, and what, uh, fuck, I don't even know how I forget, Steph, Clay. Steph, Clay, Draymond, oh yeah, Paul. Steph, Clay, Draymond, Wiggins, and Paul, right? Um, you know, you could argue that that's that's a good team, but it's it's not enough to win a championship. And to win a championship, I believe you need crucial role players, and you need all kinds of size. And you know, those role players need to find their role and stick with that. Like if Kavon Looney, his role on the Warriors is rebound because they have a shit ton of scorers, so. Kevon Looney, we don't need you to score. We need you to box out and get rebounds. I think in order to win an NBA championship, you need your star players. You need, you know, of course, you need your scorers, but you know, you also need crucial role players. And Chris Paul, yes, he does bring the veteran experience, but I just cannot see him fitting in that that role. And you know, and I I just feel like there's like a a barrier. You know, like, we're not going to get past a certain limit, you know, especially when you play a team like the defending champs, you know, the Nuggets. How the fuck are you supposed to beat them? They have so much depth, you know, and it's like, I I just don't see it. And, you know, um, the Warriors GM did step down. Um, our new GM is Mike Dunleavy Jr. Um, with this fucking dumbass trade, he's off to a really bad start in my eyes. Um, did I... I mean, can I say that I kind of saw this coming? Yeah. It's his first year as a an official NBA GM, I believe. Before this, he was an assistant. And just like with any sort of thing you're going to do, you know, once you first start, start off in a new position, you're going to fuck up. You're going to make mistakes at first, right? Which is expected. It's just annoying when it's your team, you know. And who knows? This I could be all wrong and I could eat up my own words, you know. But in my eyes, I just don't see this working. And I was reading comments and stuff, and people are saying that, 
oh, the Warriors are going to trade him by the middle of the season and this and that. But in my eyes, I feel like the damage is sort of already done because I think you could have got more out of trading Jordan Poole than just trading Chris Paul. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. Um, I'm ride or die with my Warriors. You know what I mean? I, I just hope that we can figure this out. And maybe the veteran experience, you know, will do a lot to, uh, you know, rookies and role players. I know the NBA draft is tonight as of right now, um, Thursday, June 22nd. Um, it's at 5 p.m. The time of this recording is about 2.30. So the draft hasn't been drafted yet, but by the time you guys are probably listening to this, the Warriors are probably already drafts one. We have the 19th pick. Um... I just hope that we get someone with size. That's really all I'm concerned about. I trust the scouts, you know, with the Warriors and stuff. I think they're very smart. And, you know, they've obviously done a great job. Um, but, yeah, I just really hope we get someone with size because if we're playing small ball. You know, we already had a small team, and we just got even smaller. You know, so it's just, fuck, hope for the best, you know. Um, but, yeah, um, Speaking of the NBA, uh, I, one of the things I wanted to talk about uh, is the whole uh, John Morant situation. If you don't know, he um, basically got caught on Instagram Live with a gun. Um, for the first time, he got you know he got in trouble, and I sort of felt like uh, I I don't know how long the suspension was, but it was for a couple games. Um. But if you didn't know, John Morant got caught with a gun again on Instagram Live for a second time after the first time. And I just thought he's an idiot for that, Um, especially after signing like a Nike deal. He just signed with Nike recently and they're releasing a line of his signature shoes. But, you know, you would assume that might, I don't know, put some thought in his head about not doing dumb shit. Um, and, you know, maybe present himself a little more professional, but I guess not. Yeah, he was all up in the strip club on Instagram Live, fucking flashing a gun. But what else do you expect when you're giving a 20-year-old, you know, all kinds of fame, millions of dollars? Um, yeah, you know, it's kind of sort of expected, you know what I mean? Especially when they never came from this type of money and they just immediately go from, I don't know, guts to glory, you know, uh, no one really knows how to handle that stuff. And it's easy for a young kid to just fuck up, you know, in a situation like that. But the fact that he did it twice, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, we were all we were all waiting on an answer from Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, at the end of the um, season or after the NBA finals. And honestly, those NBA finals were weak as fuck. That's what I thought. Um, I was more excited about the John Morant suspension news than the NBA finals. Um, but yeah, I think, I think his second suspension is 25 games and I want to say that's a slap on the wrist, but my brother actually had told me a a different, um, point of view in the whole situation. And he had mentioned that John Morant wasn't the one flashing the gun on Instagram live in this situation. Uh, it was his friend that was on Instagram live. And he just pointed the camera at John Morant. And he just happened to have the gun. But you could tell John Morant put it down very quick. You only see the gun for like less than a second. But so I could kind of see how, you know, they might ease it up a little bit. Because it really wasn't his fault. It's 
it was sort of his friend's fault, but I do think one thing John Morant has to do is obviously check who he's hanging around because that could really fuck him over. And honestly, I think if this shit happens like again, he actually might be the first NBA player to get kicked out of the NBA, which I've never heard of. And if that happens, John Morant's got to be one of the dumbest athletes of all time. Um, I hope that doesn't happen because I am a fan of John Morant. But like, come on, man! Like, you can't just keep cut getting like you know doing the same mistakes, especially when you're on a level like that and you have all these eyes on you and all these people that look up to you. The whole, you know, all of Memphis, they love him, and uh, you know he he just has to be smarter than that. And yeah, he's came out and he's had little interviews. Oh, I I take accountability for all my actions, all that bullshit. His probably his agent probably writes up and he probably just has to fucking follow the script of what his agent's saying to win everyone back but you know when all that shit's gone he needs to remember when he's with his friends and you know he's out there with no agent around no nothing he's just vibing with his millions of dollars he needs to remember himself not to get caught up in a situation like that and understand why he got caught up in a situation like that because if he doesn't know that then he's you know he's going to keep doing the same thing over and over again and it's just going to be bad for him in his career you know so that's just being real with him um i hope the best for him though do i think the whole situation's dumb i mean yes john morant you know i mean can you blame the kid you know he has millions of dollars he was all up in the strip club on instagram live like that's you know you always see these young athletes or rappers always in the club throwing you know hella hundreds or whatever so it's, you know, it's not nothing new. It's just the gun thing, you know, and the, a gun, having a gun too. I don't know the gun laws in Memphis or whatever, but having a gun, you know, isn't illegal at the end of the day. So he could technically have a gun and I'm sure he's not the only NBA player that has a gun. You know, he was just the only one that got caught holding one on Instagram live and it looked even worse because he was in a strip club and then he fucks up again, you know, by flashing it, you know, for the second time, like an idiot. So I just hope it doesn't happen again, and I hope he truly learns because he has a lot of potential. You know, the, his Nike shoes coming out look dope as fuck. I wish him the best. I just hope he learns, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm a fan, and that's coming from a, a Warrior fan, you know, uh, you know, a Grizzlies player that's, you know, a rival team. So, yeah, I wish him the best. Um, but lastly, I want to talk about this crazy-ass tech billionaire news. There is... It seems like it actually might pop off, but Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg have been in talks of, I don't know if it's a boxing or an MMA match, but it sounds like they had agreed to a fight in Vegas in an octagon. Um, it's not written in deal or nothing yet, but they were exchanging um, on Twitter and Instagram stories and shit like that. Um, I think it's if that happens, that would be absolutely crazy. Uh, I saw on the internet that Dana White came out and said he, he that he talked to Musk and Zuckerberg, and he said that both are absolutely dead serious about this. Um, I know Zuckerberg's been training jujitsu a lot, and I believe he trains in Pleasanton, California, um, which is actually not that far from where I'm at right now. Um, so he has a background, and I know he 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 competed uh, in Los Angeles recently, you know, for a jiu-jitsu match. I just 
I don't know how that would really work with Zuckerberg at a, a competition, you know, and all, you know, with how rich he is and all the security. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. But um, Elon Musk, honestly, I don't know his background with mixed martial arts. I saw a picture of him in a gi. Um, if you don't know what a gi is, it's basically like that karate, that karate suit that, you know, people wear like a white one, you know, stuff like that um, with the belt. But, um, yeah, honestly, I believe if this fight happens, it would be one of the biggest fights of all time. Honestly, I really, truly do. Because of the status of two of these guys. And then, you know, the fact that they're two tech billionaires sort of come across as nerds and they hop in an octagon. Oh, my God. The whole world would be entertained. And this is this is international entertainment. This isn't just like America... No, fuck no. People from China and Paris, everywhere would be watching this fight. And I just think it would be crazy. And Dana White said that it sounds like he would he would be willing to make it happen. And it sounds like all the pay-per-view sales and whoever buys it, all that money would be getting donated to charity since both of these guys are extremely rich. Um I don't know, like, it's fucking crazy. I really hope that this fight does happen because I would love to watch it, even if it's fucking boring as fuck. Um, you know, just to see them in there is just kind of, like, hilarious, you know? Um, yeah, so I would just, I would love for that to happen. Uh, honestly, I think I would have Zuckerberg winning. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's, I feel Zuckerberg just trains, you know, it seems like he's been training a lot lately. So... Yeah, I just I got my money on Zuckerberg. Elon Musk, fuck. I don't I mean, I also don't know his background, you know? So I just don't know. But I don't you guys tell me what you think. Leave a five-star review um on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of it, Google Play, Google Music, Google Podcasts, <laughs> everything, you know, um I'm glad I'm back. I'm going to be, you know, putting out better and better and better content. Um, I appreciate you guys. If you listen to the show, um, tell a friend to tell a friend. Thank you guys so much. If you made it all the way to the end, I appreciate you guys. And like I said, big stuff coming for this podcast. Stay tuned. Get ready. Be excited because it's coming. I'm telling you guys, I want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for working with me and supporting me. Um, I appreciate it. Other than that, you guys... Make it a great day. Um, I'll have another episode up very shortly. And uh, see you guys. Peace. Beatstars.com